Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it is going to be a great Thursday of sports. We have a deciding game in Major League Baseball. We have an NFL game. We have a couple college football games going on. We have the NHL in action. And we have golf going on today. So it's going to be a great sports day. Let's lead off with a big one, in my opinion, Major League Baseball. It is game five, Dodgers at the Giants. There's a reason why you play 162 games with intensity to try to get home field. The Giants earned the opportunity to host the game tonight. I think it'll pay dividends. We locked in our play yesterday on this game at the under seven. Most of the sites or several of the sites right now, as I'm looking at the numbers, are at six and a half for the total. We got seven, and we're happy about that. I believe runs should be at a premium. Baseball, the way I still like it, by the way. Give me some small ball with good pitching any day of the week. We're playing Giants and Dodgers under the seven. If I had to play a side, I'm officially predicting the Giants will win this one three to two tonight. Now, let's go to the National Football League, where it is Tampa Bay at Philadelphia. The Bucks are favored by seven. The total's at 52 and a half. Tampa Bay, year to date, four and one straight up, two and three against the spread. They've yet to cover on the road, though. They're 0 and two against the number on the road. Four and one to the over. Their last three games, they lost 34-24 at the LA Rams. They beat New England 19-17, and then last week they ran it up at home against Miami 45-17. Meanwhile, the Eagles are 2-3 and three straight up, 2-3 and three against the number, 0-2 against the number at home, and 3-2 and two to the under. Their last three games, they lost at Dallas 41-21. They lost to Kansas City 42-30. And then they won at Carolina last week, 21 to 18. The Eagles have been a dog so far this season in all six games. Weather shouldn't be a factor tonight, but injuries and COVID will be. The Eagles are going to be without star tight end Dallas Goddard. And I'm a little concerned about what I'm hearing about Tom Brady's thumb. Remember, the older we get, the slower we heal. I'm kind of banking on Leonard Fournette taking a featured role tonight as I think the Bucs may try to take a little pressure off of Brady and run the ball a little bit more than they normally do. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, the Eagles, yeah, we know they're going to struggle running the ball against the Bucs. The Bucs have the best run defense in football, and that means it's up to Jalen Hurts to throw the football. Last week against Carolina, first eight possessions, the Eagles only mustered three points. Sam Darnold really helped the Eagles last week throwing three picks. Plus, the Eagles got a block punt. That all worked in their advantage to get that 21-18 victory. It wasn't Jalen Hurts throwing the football. So I am going to play the under tonight between Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. We're going the under 52 and a half, hoping that Brady's thumb causes them to run the ball just a little bit more. Next up, let's go to college football, where we're going to play Navy and Memphis. We played a lot of Memphis games this year. We kind of know this team. The Tigers are three and three straight up, two and four against the spread. They had the nice marquee victory against Mississippi State back in week number three. The last three weeks, though, they find a, found a way to lose the games. They lost 31-28 to UT San Antonio. They lost 34-31 at Temple. And then last week, they lost 35-29 at Tulsa. Tough schedule for them, but they found a way to lose these last three weeks, and that concerns me. Meanwhile, the midshipmen of Navy, one and four straight up, three and two against the spread. Their last three games, they've lost 28-20 at Houston, lost 34-30 against Central Florida, 
and lost 31-24 against SMU. So they played really tough of late. They were a 13-plus point dog in all three of those games and got the cover in all three of those games. But if you're betting on Navy, you got to remember you're betting on the same team that lost 49-7 to to Marshall to start the year and lost 23-3 to against Air Force. Not the best. You're also betting on a Navy team that's dead last in passing, but they do run the ball. And Memphis has had a short week to prepare for the triple option. So that's a little bit of a concern. Well, what we know about Memphis is special teams is a problem. They don't trust their kicking game. They can't seem to finish drives. They can go for it on fourth down and never seem to get it inside the 20-yard line. And their D likes to give up one to two big plays per game. And against the triple option, I think Navy could spring a couple. I also expect Navy to get some long drives. So I'm willing to take the 10 and a half tonight. We're going to play the midshipmen plus 10 and a half at Memphis. There's your college football play for tonight. We have a game in the National Hockey League we're going to give you as well. Toronto, minus one and a half on the puck line against Ottawa. That'll pay out a plus 140. The Maple Leafs are the odds-on favorite to win the Atlantic Division. Meanwhile, the Senators are picked to finish seventh out of eight. So I'll take the Leafs tonight and hope for a route. It is Toronto, minus one and a half on the puck line at Ottawa. Don't forget, we gave you a golf play yesterday in the PGA Tour. It is the CGA or CJ Cup at Summit, where we're going to play Colin Morikawa over Justin Thomas at a plus 115 payout. Our basic angle there is Justin Thomas just switched caddies. I never think that's a good thing. And Colin Morikawa, well, this is his home course, so he knows it better than anybody else. So we're going Morikawa over Thomas today. Next up here on the podcast, we're going to give you three insights on our college football plays that we released on Monday. Um, the first game we're going to break down, Nebraska and Minnesota. We once again had an opportunity to play this at minus two on Sunday. Wait until it got to four. Wanted to challenge ourselves a little more, I guess. The Golden Gophers are three and two straight up, two, two and one against the spread. Well, in Minneapolis, they have an amusement park called Valley Fair. Has some great rides like the wild thing. Well, the Gopher football team has been like the wild thing. They've had some highs and lows here of late. They won 30 to nothing at Colorado. They lost 14 to 10 at home to Bowling Green as a 30 point favorite. And then they won at Purdue 20 to 13 in the rain. Had a bye week to prepare for this game against Nebraska. Meanwhile, the Huskers are three and four straight up, five and two against the spread. Their last three games, well, they probably overachieved. They lost at Michigan State 23-20. They crushed Northwestern 56-7. And they lost to Michigan last week in the heartbreaker 32-29. The under might be a good play here too. Minnesota's offense has been struggling and the Huskers' defense is solid. And in tight games, the Huskers tend to struggle to score, of course. And Minnesota's defense has overachieved this year. The Huskers have kept it within seven against three top 10 teams this year, but they did lose them all. Minnesota, though, had a tough week. They lost an offensive lineman to the transfer portal in Dunlap. They lost a, another starting running back in Potts. So now they're down to number three on the depth chart. I think the Huskers get the win here. And if you can find three, I'd like it even more. But we're sticking with the Huskers minus four at Minnesota. Next up on the card, we like Central Florida. The Knights plus 21 at Cincinnati. The Knights are three and two straight up, one and four against the spread. Their last three games, well, they lost 42-35 to at Louisville, lost 34-30 at Navy, and then beat East Carolina 20-16. to The Bearcats, meanwhile, are 5-0 straight up, 
5-0 and against the spread. Well, let's see here. They won at Indiana 38-24, won at Notre Dame 24-13, and absolutely crushed Temple last week 52-3 after a sluggish first half. My story here, though, is I'm struggling with how Central Florida goes from being a favorite in their first five games of the year to a 21-point dog in game number six of the year. This seems like a significant overreaction or overcorrection, in my opinion. Cincinnati was favored by only 23 when they played Miami of Ohio. Now you're telling me that Central Florida is getting 21? I think UCF deserves at least 10 more points of respect. I absolutely love them at 21. And to be quite honest, I'd be playing the Knights at even a plus 10. I think this one's really tight and competitive. I'm going Central Florida once again, plus 21 at Cincinnati. And then our final game that we're going to break down today, it is Texas. Minus five and a half over Oklahoma State. That's where we got it. Now, a lot of sites are down to four and four and a half. Even better value for you. Cowboys, a perfect five and oh straight up. Three and two against the spread. Last three games, they won at Boise State 21-20 as a dog. They beat Kansas State 31-20. But remember, K-State was minus their starting quarterback in Skylar Thompson. He did not play in that game. Then they beat Baylor 24-14 as a four-point home favorite last week. Meanwhile, Longhorns are four and two straight up, four and two against the spread. Last three games, they beat Texas Tech 70-35, won a tough game at TCU 32-27, and then lost disastrously last week 55-48, as we know, to Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry. So a letdown is possible after the OU game. Losing confidence in a first-year coach, though, here is extremely doubtful. I think Texas is going to rally and win out this season. I think they got a ton of talent. I think their quarterback's excellent. I think their running back is excellent. This team can score with the best of them. I think they're going to score a ton of points this week again, a week against Oklahoma State. Meanwhile, the Sooners, they were a three-and-a-half-point dog to Boise State. And now they're only a four to four and a half point dog to Texas. I don't get it. This should be minus 10, in my opinion. I think the Longhorns should at least be favored by 10. I'll take the gift and I'm going to hammer Texas on Saturday. So that's a breakdown of three additional college football games for you. If you want the full college football card, go back to the Monday podcast where we break them down a little bit anyway. We'll give you the full college football card officially tomorrow. Get everything on there for you. And then our National Football League card will get released on Saturday's podcast. It's going to be a great day of sports. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. And as always, I want to remind you to manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.